Hello, babies. We gotta talk about something here real quick before I forget about it, okay? Yeah, honey. So, did you know? Did you know that you are all incredibly experienced time travelers? <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because just like anything in hindsight, right? So, there's a couple of layers of things here. First, we live in a quantum universe. Physics, mechanics, you know it, right? Everything vibration. Second, contemporary psychology. And I guess we'll third, we'll reference to really understand the mind shift, um, the concepts of prophecies and interpretation. Translation. All right. So... We all know that we can think about stuff like, um, what was his name? Nostradamus. Okay. It's just like the most popular, even though there were more women that did it in fucking history. Nostradamus, of course, a white French male is more popular. Was he French or was he Spanish? I think he was Spanish. Okay. So, <clears throat> yeah, because I think he worked with the Medici's. I'm going to nerd out on that in a minute. But... First, prophecy. Everyone writes a prophecy about metal birds breathing fire, and we now know that those are airplanes with rockets and shit, right? Well, this is like really recently <clears throat> been kind of traversed yet again with um, scholasticism. I don't know my words. I haven't had coffee or weed today, you guys. I woke up and I was like, I have to talk about this. It's a new thing. Wake up and, like, compulsively communicate. So, there's this gentleman, and I will um, not be able to remember his name. I believe it's called Chariot of the Gods is the book that he wrote. Chariot of the Gods. And what he did was he thought about the Book of Enoch, which is something that everybody should go Google. And I wouldn't be surprised if 90% of you started to Google it, got interested, and then was just like, oh my God, I can't even. It's so fucking boring. Because even though it's fascinating shit, everybody who's like written about it or done like an audio recording reads it like the most fucking stick up their butt person. It's just like so boring. People have no fun. So... This dude, though, okay, this dude, raised in a very, um, I don't know, for lack of better words, in terms secular, right, for, of religious structured, I think he went to Catholic school, like, just surrounded by it all, um, studied language, which, you know, language is the key to everything, I guess, well, I don't guess, it seems very much pointedly so, so, the Book of Enoch was originally translated, you know, like one of those lost books, sea scroll type, like not included in the original Bible. Well, it was originally translated from, I believe it's Ethiopian to Hebrew. Um, but there was something about that that um, was still lovely, right? So I'm not flagging those people. But the gentleman who wrote Chariot of the Gods, really what he's talking about is 
the people who translated it at the time they did had no understanding of aeronautics or space travel. But as he went back and studied in the original language, so this is something that we do really have to acknowledge, is that every time we translate anything from its original language, we do lose part of its meaning and authenticity. We can kind of glean these things, but we will. We will. You know, I've talked about it before. There's a poem that was sent around and translated through like seven or eight different languages. And by the time it came back around to the original language, it, it didn't resemble anything like the original poem. So these are just fun things to be like, yeah, it's true. Deal with it. <laughs> Anyways, so he wrote his book. Some people got really into it and nerdy. They took the uh, Book of Enoch from his translation, and they were like, I think we can build a spaceship or a flying craft out of this. And what do you know? They did. We've seen a lot of this in ancient texts that have been contemporarily translated. Not only are we realizing that the patriarchy is full of shit talking about virgins being women with hymen versus women who do not need to be married and made housewives right? There's that whole page. But then this other concept that I've tried to express before, that if people didn't know what they were talking about, they don't know how to describe it to us, especially when we have like really obvious words for it, right? So we've seen this with um, the Ark of the Covenant, a conversation of, of it being um, nuclear radioactive energy. We've seen this come um, with the Oh, there was something where the people took it into the desert and they were living in the desert and it basically was this machine that like generated uh, nutrition over chlorella kind of thing, right? Like, it's fucking fabulous. I love this shit. So as we're retranslating these texts, we start to realize that certain concepts we thought of as very celestial and outbodied are actually internalized and embodied, and vice versa. And how that moves all the way into this concept that we're talking about today with time to rabble. Okay, we're gonna put a pin in that moment because these there's a couple things that have to come together. So, in our mind, we have a conversation that is uh, in psychology, and again in the um, scholarly field of academia. We've got a conversation, okay? And mind you, I'm segueing, so we're changing topics and coming back. This topic now, part of the puzzle. Every time you remember something from anywhere from 30 seconds ago to 30 years ago, right? Anytime you play back a memory in your mind, it is a warped version of the memory you played before. You think, just think about that for a minute, okay? So imagine if you have a trauma that you keep replaying in your mind. However, like if you've replayed this trauma for 35 years, you have warped this for 35 years. Warped it and warped it and monstered it and stretched it, smeared it, because it is such an ephemeral experience to remember something, especially a visceral thing. Every time you remember anything, sit and play it back in your mind, 
it is a warped version of the last time you replayed it, which was a warped version of the time before that, of the time before that, of the time before that. Okay? Get it? This is real. This is something that you can't stop. You can't not do. Okay. So. These things start to come together. When you talk about time. Past, present, future. And the concept of time travel. And quantum physics. Like, no, darling. We're not going to get in a fucking spaceship and travel through interdimensional time and space. We're not there yet. I can also tell you that extraterrestrials don't do it like that either. They're not physically, like, chugging along at so many light years. Eat your snacks. Maybe I'll get another fucking whiskey and coke from the flight attendant. They don't do that. It's a very physical thing. But beyond that, when we, go, when we start to talk about time, which is not tangibly physical, even though it keeps moving, right? When you are in your mind considering the past, you are traveling there. And when you are in your mind considering the future, you are traveling there. It's a cute idea and concept and thought, but how are you actually a time traveler? Okay, so here's the fun part. The conversation when they say, butterfly effect, right? So there's a conversation where they say, that when you travel into the past, you shouldn't fuck with anything because it will change the future. I know, Charles. Have you put it together yet? I'm giving you guys time to like think about this in yourself. Because what I'm inviting you to consider is this fact as a time traveler. Every time you travel to a memory... You warp this memory. And this now more warped memory, which is part of the fiber of who you are as you move forward, has a total skew that will affect your future. You just time traveled. So maybe it's not that all of us want to time travel, but maybe we're perpetual time travelers and we're unconscious of it. And that's where the damage keeps getting done, is we can't stop ourselves and just be here in the moment and live here now. But we keep traveling back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then the moment we land here in now, this moment, we're, we're totally schismed. It's total chaos. Because we keep bouncing back between all of these timelines and um, warping them and shifting them. And sometimes this is profound because I believe this makes sense when it comes to plant medicine. That I'm going into time and I'm going into my memories and I'm adjusting and healing so that as I come back through this moment, I can then look forward to a future with hope. Time travelers. Every single one of us are masters of it. Well, we're almost unconscious of it, like the fish in water. Musings. Full moon. New Year's. 
2020 high side musings. You guys, this might potentially be the last podcast of 2020. Also, officially for the record, I don't think anything's going to change. I don't think aliens are coming down to save us. I don't think it at all. I do think this entire Revelations is an internal experience. Yeah. I don't know. Who does? <laughs> Nobody fucking knows. Oh, honey, boo child. Nobody knows. All right. I think I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> and let y'all chew on that for a while. I fucking love you. Come find me, babes.